<laughs> All right, I gotta make it convincing. <laughs> hey y'all! Hey y'all! What y'all doing tonight? <laughs> Tell me. It's no fun to be alone with memories. You went away, and my heart went with you. I speak your name. 
Good evening. Hyvää ilta. And a pleasant Monday evening to wherever, to you, <laughs> to wherever, whoever's listening. We got everything covered here. Somewhat. Wherever you may be, happy Monday evening. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's award-winning community radio station, CITR. Your voice of UBC here on 101.9 on your FM dial. Broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory. From the student nest here on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland of British Columbia. From Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west across the Salish Sea. Where our frequency uh, plays uh, Pennywinkle with our friends over at UVic CFUV. And then east into the Fraser Valley. In all these places, but wherever else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. We're on Facebook at CITR Radio 101.9. On Twitter at CITR Radio. We're also on Instagram and Snapchat. All those social mediums. My name's Gak. And uh, I'll be hoarding all the statuettes for the next two hours here. So, hopefully... You had a fine weekend, whether or not you won a jet ski at all. Phone number for the station for those who are listening live right now on your radio, 604-822-2487. That spells out 604, which are numbers. Yes, at some point I need to come up with some handy mnemonic for our principal area code here. The other numbers spell out something, UBC. C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet to the point, since some of us are still trying to figure out exactly what happened last night with regards to certain things handed out in Hollywood. You can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook, too, under its name. Tumblr, kinda. I should actually try to see what's going on there. Uh, and on Twitter, I am at 100air. On an Instagram, I am myopicman. Under the background, this is Sarah Neufeld from 2016's The Ridge. I speak over a long-awaited scar. So the awards for the 90th Academy Awards were handed out last night, and uh, for the previous five weeks here on Exploding Head Movies, after the nominations for the Oscars were announced, we've been profiling the nominated scores and songs... And we now know who won. And of course, there was a little bit of tension there trying to figure out what was going on last night. In a good way. Because in the wake of the sexual abuse scandals and other sort of power struggles that took down various prominent Hollywood players, yesterday's award ceremonies uh, definitely set to highlight the resolve of women and non-white, non-cisgendered males. Overall, it felt like... Uh, there were some powerful moments, although overall the ceremonies felt kind of safe. I won't get fully into the controversies involved, but uh, I'll definitely highlight uh, some of the major things that had happened outside of the actual awards themselves. But one thing, just looking over who won and who was recognized, one film that I thought would have been more noted was Lady Bird. So as is our want here on Exploding Head Movies, especially after the awards are handed out, 
felt like it's time to highlight some music from a film that wasn't as recognized as it should have been. So we'll hear some of John Bryan's score to Greta Gerwig's solo directorial debut. Kind of appropriate since uh, this Thursday, March 8th, marks International Women's Day. So it's kind of appropriate, I feel, for this coming-of-age tale. Now, the big winner last night was... The Shape of Water, which took home four Academy Awards. It was nominated in 13 categories total, and it took home the big one, Best Motion Picture of the Year. Headed out to uh, Gerald Del Tormo and J. Miles Dale from Toronto, Ontario. The Shape of Water had a strong Toronto connection, which was highlighted in a few of the speeches there. Of course, Del Toro won Best Director as well, and in his speeches he was talking about as a Mexican immigrant, how hard he had to work and all the benefits that he was able to enjoy. So it acted as one of the emphases there. Emphases. I don't know what the plural is for that one day. But yeah, he was talking about the idea of what was brought to America and the power that uh, a Mexican boy and the dreams that he had from all the filmmaking he had done before. And you think, the guy who directed uh, Blade Two, Mimic, Pan's Labyrinth, he finally took home a big award. Shape of Water also won a Best Achievement in Production Design with the Canadian trio of Paul D. Osterberry representing uh, the actual production design, and then uh, Shane Vio and uh, Jeffrey A. Melvin responsible for set decoration. But most important, at least tied to this show, the fourth and final award that it did won was Best Achievement in Music Written for Motion Pictures, Best Original Score. And that was won by Alexander Desplat. And uh, we had profiled some of the selections from The Shape of Water a few weeks back in greater depth. And we actually kicked off the show with a song Desplat covered for the film with uh, Renee Fleming, the American opera singer and soprano singing there. The song was You'll Never Know, one of those uh, American standards written by Harry Warren and Mac Gordon. Originally introduced in the 1943 film Hello, Frisco, Hello, uh, sung by Alice Faye. And it was that year it won the Oscar for Best Original Song. Fleming's primarily known for her opera work, at least in the past, uh, singing in six different languages. But she's also done some pop, a little bit of rock and some jazz, as we heard. And Fleming had worked with Desplat in the past on the song Still Dream from the 2012 animated film Rise of the Guardians. You'll Never Know has also been performed by famous folks like Frank Sinatra, Barbara Streisand, well before she was cloning her favorite dog, to the point that Sinatra and Streisand actually made their debut recordings with that song. Also covering You'll Never Know, Bette Midler, Bing Crosby, Shirley Bassey, Michael Buble, to name but a few. And specific for Desplat, uh, The Shape of Water marks his second Oscar after he won a few years ago for his music from Wes Anderson's The Grand Budapest Hotel. And they're set to work again on the upcoming stop-motion film Isle of Dogs. So here are a couple of cues that I didn't share when we profiled The Shape of Water earlier. And we'll hear a mixture of tight melodies and shifting arrangements. And one thing I completely neglected to mention last time is the whistling associated with Sally Hawkins' character. 
written as a mute, but to allow some diversity in sound, director Del Toro came up with the idea that her character, Elisa Esposito, would be whistling whilst waiting for a bus, so expanded the sonic palette as the amphibious creature she falls in love with had a motif tied to the accordion, mimicking the sound of its home instrument, the bandoneon from South America. And who does the whistling here? It'll be Alexander Desplat himself. So from his Oscar-winning score to The Shape of Water, this will be... At least starting off with Watching Ruth. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies. Now, live from the realms of Studio A in that wet little station that you know and love is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. CITR and Discorder are hiring a new station manager. Just asking for a friend, but if I know someone who would be great for this position, how would they apply? Well, you can email Eleanor at volunteer at CITR.ca or Hala at president at CITR.ca if you have any questions, and the full job description is on the CITR and Discorder website. If your friend thinks they can handle all this, then they should send a resume and cover letter to Hala Bertrand at president at CITR.ca by Friday, March 3rd.
So from his Oscar-winning score to The Shape of Water, that was Alexander Desplat with Watching Ruth, then An Overflow of Love, and behind me ever so faintly, Underwater Kiss. In Desplat's speech upon winning the Oscar, Desplat said, Guillermo del Tomo, thank you for letting the music be the voice of your characters and convey the beautiful melancholy of love. And, yes, Desplat... Busy guy. Prolific in many ways. And just almost easeless. Or just sort of easy that everything comes out. Not easeless. It's like effortless. Almost. Now on the best original song side, Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez won for uh, their song Remember Me from the Disney film Coco. Coco also won an Oscar in the other category it was nominated in, which was Best Animated Feature. And uh, both Anderson Lopez and Lopez won an Oscar a few years ago with their unstoppable freight train of a song, Let It Go, from another Disney film, Frozen. Of specific interest with Anderson Lopez and Lopez, their young you know, singer-songwriter uh, collaboration, but oddly enough, they are EGOTs, which is a term given for people who win an Emmy, Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony Award. But specific to Robert Lopez, he's become the first ever double EGOT winner. Basically, at this point, now he has two Oscars, two Daytime Emmys, three Tonys, and three Grammys. And he's only 39 years old. Crazy stuff. He was already the youngest to actually win all four. But now he's doubled it. So you think about music like from Avenue Q, Wonder Pets, The Book of Mormon quality stuff so we played one of the versions of remember me a couple weeks back and that featured benjamin blatt but we'll feature some of the poor performers who did this live last night at the kodak theater so here's gail garcia bernal gabriela flores libertad garcia bonfonzi together with the award-winning song from coco the lullaby version of remember me Remember me Though I have to say goodbye Remember me Don't let it make you cry For even if I'm far away I hold you in my heart I sing a secret song to you Each night we are apart Remember me Though I have to travel far, remember me Each time you hear a sad guitar Know that I'm with you the only way that I can be Until you're in my arms again Translation? Discorder Magazine's March issue is coming in like a lion, but it's not going out like a lamb. The issue is hitting the streets at its over 100 distribution spots made possible by our fearless advertisers, The Rickshaw, Mint Records, Timber Concerts, Blueprint Events, The Rio Theater, The Cinematheque Theater, Massey Books, and the Alma Mater Society. 
If you prowl around Van, you'll be able to read up on Man Up Vancouver, its wild success and 10-year anniversary celebration, an interview with Shindig's majestic winner, Mama Rudgau, how the Poetry is Bad for You reading series captures your soul, a poem submission by cherished Cream AT writer Samantha Nock, and, of course, a full harvest of album, podcast, and book reviews and live show reviews of local bands. Translation, forever local, forever free, always salty. Someday, I swear, we're gonna go to a place where we can do everything we want to, and we can pet the crocodiles.
from love The dead always act from love That's love The pure always act from love That's love Not nominated at all for Best Original Song, though in many eyes a worthy contender. Could have stood up there with the Sufjan Stevens, Mary J. Blige, Common, Andrew Day. And I should have written this down because right now my mind's just already blanked on the other one. Uh, it'll come to me shortly. If not, I can always look it up. So, from the soundtrack to the film, Good Time. That was 10 Tricks Point Never. With Iggy Pop on vocals there with The Pure and The Damned. Good Time. Something we've profiled here in the past on Exploding Head Movies. American crime movie that came out by the Safdie Brothers. Starring Robert Pattinson. as a bank robber on the run. Jennifer Jason Lee. And Barhak, or sorry, Barkhad Abdi. Enough critical praise that it competed for the Palme d'Or at last year's Cannes Film Mess Festival. And in some ways, people were hoping for a bit of a renegade choice, for instance, cinematography by Sean Price Williams, and then uh, Robert Pattinson outside of a uh, pretty role at all whatsoever, but no Oscar recognition, at least for that. Now, in the background, this is Hans Zimmer from his Oscar-nominated score to Dunkirk. This is The Tide. And as we heard at the top of the show, he lost to Alexander Desplat for The Shape of Water. Dunkirk was the next big winner with three awards last night, mostly on the technical side. Best film editing by Lee Smith, juggling three separate storylines and three different timelines as they intersect. And then uh, best sound editing by Richard King and Alex Gibson. And then sound mixing by Greg Landacker, Gary Rizzo, Mark Weingarten. This was a Hans Zimmer's 11th nomination. Of course, he did win back in uh, 1995 for his music from The Lion King. Now, since we played some Iggy Pop, as we sort of drift around the idea of uh, Oscars, since at this point... We've covered at least the music tied to the main winners, but in the little in-between bits, the segues as they were, I can fill you in at least some of the winners. From a geek pop, it's sort of natural that we lead into one of his best collaborators, collaborators, the late, great David Bowie. And uh, this song's kind of been kicking around playlists for a while for me. 
off his 1975 album Young Americans, which was reissued a couple years ago in the wake of uh, some planned already reissues and box sets. Of course, some of you might know this from Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, as you drive around in the desert. Here's David Bowie with Somebody Up There Likes Me. Something you tie to many a speech when it comes to Oscar time. And then we'll sort of get our movie theme back on. And then talk about some bands playing in town. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Oh, human race, he says. 
for rent? Interested in learning about the future of Vancouver housing from a panel of speakers involved in the industry? UBC Common Energy, in collaboration with the BC Tiny House Collective, is hosting a documentary screening and speakers panel event on Wednesday, March 7th from 6 to 8 p.m. Come out for an exclusive viewing of Vancouver No Fixed Address for a chance to meet the director, Charles Wilkinson, and participate in discussion about BC's housing crisis. Reserve your free tickets today on the UBC Common Energy Facebook page.
Featuring vocals by the French singer-songwriter Dominique Canet, otherwise going by his last initial, Dominique A. We heard the sixths of the 2000 album Hyacinths and Thistles. The song we heard was just like a movie star. The sixths is one of the many side projects by Magnetic Fields' Stephen Merritt. The idea with the sixths, along with Cruelly coming up with uh, words, specifically as a band name or album titles that are hard to pronounce for either people with lisps or just people who seem to have problems talking in general, like me. But um, yeah, the idea with the sixth is that uh, this allows Stephen Merritt to try other singer-songwriters, or sorry, singers, as it were, for On Hyacinths and Thistles. Other singers include Momus, Sally Timms, Bob Mould, Sarah Cracknell, Miho Hattori, Neil Hannon, Gary Newman, Mark Almond, just to name but a few. Behind me, this is Johnny Greenwood from his Oscar-nominated score to the Phantom Thread, 
This is simply known as Phantom Thread 1. Similar to Hans Zimmer, he lost to Alexander Desplat. But next up for Greenwood, he's going to be working on the score to Boy Erased. But out this Friday, this is music from the recent film You Were Never Really Here. They'll be out through Lakeshore and Invader Records, so maybe we'll profile that soon enough, though it helps to allow some other composers to be featured. Perhaps his uh, Radiohead bandmate Tom York, since he'll be scoring the remake to Suspiria. And of course, Radiohead will be touring this year. Not anywhere near us. Phantom Thread only won one Oscar last night. No real surprise to the film's subject matter, and that's best costume design. That went to Mark Bridges, who also won a jet ski for giving the shortest speech. Because, heaven knows, with the Oscars running basically for four hours, the speeches have to be kept short, despite the fact there are a whole bunch of montages and other tributes that seem to go on forever. And somehow 24 awards are only handed out. No other real surprises from the award ceremonies, but I will mention one at least impromptu thing after this next set. And we have some recent Franz Ferdinand here appropriate for this week's show. Perhaps you caught them on tour and they played two nights here back in December. They're a quintet now, although original guitarist Nick McCarthy left in 2016. Though he kept the door open as he spends more time with family right now. From their new album, This Year's Always Ascending, this will be Franz Ferdinand with the Academy Award. Starring in the movies of our lives 
body You never realize how much eight pints are Till you see them on the ground They cover so much ground Laptop predator, hunter-gatherer Once rare commodity, now easily found Salt, sugar and fat There's heavy traffic Show me the body now We're starring in the movies of our lives Starring in the movies of our lives And the Academy Award for good times goes to you Thursday, 6 to 7 p.m. at CITR 101.9 FM. Profiling music and musicians take the root of positive action over apathy. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you.
From Montreal, a punk band that uh, mellowed out substantially with their third album. That was Ought from Room Inside the World. We heard these three things. September Concerts presents Ought along with guests Flasher this Saturday. Not this Saturday. Somebody's in the time machine and not sure exactly where it is. Well, it is an upcoming Saturday. March 24th at the Cobalt here in Vancouver, prior to planned renovations. Although, keep an eye on the Cobalt website and the appropriate social media in case things happen. Uh, in my case, usually it is an empty alcohol bottle thrown on the sidewalk. Just ask me on Saturday. For that show on March 24th, doors open at 8. Show starts at 9. Advanced tickets are available for $13, which you can get online or in physical places like Red Cat on Main Street. Red Cat on Hastings, or then Zulu Records. Please bear in mind, it is a 19 and older show. Otherwise, the background, this is Carter Burwell. From his Oscar-nominated score to three billboards outside Evan, Missouri, this is A Cough of Blood, A Dark Drive. Again, Alexander Desplat took home the Oscar for his score from The Shape of Water, but three billboards did pick up two acting awards. Best performance by an uh, actor in a supporting role by Sam Rockwell. And then perhaps the most distinctive moment from last night. Best actress in a leading role by Frances McDormand. And her rollicking speech, where she showed how the demogra- demographics of Hollywood worked, by asking all the female nominees to stand in the Dolby Theater, which uh, showed how few were actually nominated. And the other thing that happened is for her speech... She cited the importance of two words, inclusion rider, which is part of her film contract, which refers to the action that producers cast or at least hire appropriate balance of female and non-white actors, both in front of the screen and then working behind the scenes. So that's how you use your power to change things. What do we have next? Oh, we have some Louise Burns, and she'll be opening up with a set of covers and maybe some new songs for a show at the Lido this Friday. Uh, She'll be opening up for uh, Robbie Knoll's new project. He's got something called The Sunrise Social, and you may know Knoll for playing with Adrian Teacher and the Subs. So for this lucky project, Mr. Teacher will be there helping out Knoll along with Jeff Kankade of Devourers, and David Prouse of Japan Droids. So, a great local supergroup with a debut album coming out this summer. So, Sunrise Social and Louise Burns at the Lido this Friday, March 10. Everything starts at 9 p.m. at the Lido. It is free to get in. But if you buy anything inside, remember to have cash on hand. And as a result, please bear in mind, get there early if you don't, if you want to get in. Go something off of Louise Byrne's latest album from 2017, Young Mopes. And uh, it was about a year ago we actually had her do a live set on the Exploding Head Movie show here at CITR World Headquarters. This is one of the songs that they played, but this is the recorded version. Louise Burns with Strange Weather. It's been a good life that I've lived On the road, I'm out ahead Mine in the moonlight and the 
ITR 101.9 FM. A center for ants! What? We're a radio station broadcasting from UBC Vancouver. How can we be expected to teach children to learn how to read if they can't even fit inside the building? Visit CITR.ca. Derek, it's just a... I don't want to hear your excuses! The center has to be at least... Three times bigger than this.
from? Well, currently I know this as part of an EP, but it's tied to two singles that came out recently. From Montreal, that was Helena Delande. And off of, I think it is volume two. I believe so, there are two in the series here. From the series of songs, All Together, Unaccompanied. Helena Delande with Take It All. She released her debut EP, Drawing Room, back in 2016. So this marks her second or third release. Wonderful moody stuff. And she does have some dates in Austin later this month since South by Southwest is about to kick up in Texas. She'll be doing some dates in the Southwest. At this point, nothing over in the Pacific Northwest. Definitely looking forward to hearing more from her. Curious if an album is in the works, but I like the idea of little EPs. And behind me, almost like a bit of a retro 90s element here, this is 808 State. Since I ran out of nominated music and winning music, definitely could have played some John Williams, but Last Jedi didn't win any awards last night. From their 1989 album, 90. Confusing. The album's called 90. It came out in the year 1989. This is Pacific 202. Would have appropriate when we did our Factory Records profile back in January. Along with 24-hour party people. But nay. And the one song I forgot, since I listed all the nominated songs, This Is Me, from The Greatest Showman, performed quite forcefully by Kiala Settle. But yeah, remember me from Coco. Took home the prize. Uh, one thing I will note from the Oscars... I think this might be the last note I provide, at least tonight. Roger Deakins finally won an Oscar. Longtime cinematographer. And for his work from Blade Runner 2049, for the 14th time nominated, finally took home an Oscar statuette. Blade Runner 2049 also won Best Visual Effects for John Nelson, Gerd Nevser, Paul Lambert, and Richard R. Hoover, all representing La Love to Montreal since the FX studio was done there. Because that's uh, director Denis Villeneuve's home. Does as much as he can. Au Montréal. Hey, you're listening to Exploding Him Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory here from the Student Nest on campus. On your crystal wireless on 101.9 FM. Streaming online. www.citr.ca Later on in the show, we'll talk about John Bryan with music from Greta Gerwig's film Ladybird. But let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are out this week. As new releases go, as mentioned earlier in the show, Johnny Greenwood's score to You Never Really, You Were Never Really Here. That's out through Lakeshore Records, vinyl through Inveda. Carlo Virzi's music from The Leisure Seekers out through BMG Italy. The big movie coming out this week, A Wrinkle in Time. Ramin Jawadi does the music for it, and that will be out through Walt Disney Records. Yoshiro Ike's soundtrack to the Netflix anime series B, The Beginning. That's out through Milan Records. Jeffrey Allen Jones' score to Most Beautiful Island is out through Plaza Mayor. And Junkie XL provides a soundtrack to the rebooted Tomb Raider series, and his score is going to be out through Sony Masterworks. As re-releases go, Brad Fiedel's score... 
to the late 80s thriller The Accused will be coming out. There's a limited edition of 1,500 units out through La La Land Records. Lauren Balf, who did some collaboration with Hans Zimmer on his nominated score to Dunkirk. His music from Marcella will be out through Lakeshore Records. And the recent comic film The Death of Stalin, done by Armando Iannucci, and his parts of the Just for Laughs Northwest Comedy Film Festival this week here in Vancouver. Christopher Wills' music is out this week, too. Now let's talk about a couple more bands playing in town. Starting off with the indigenous act, A Tribe Called Red. They have two shores at the Commodore Ballroom this weekend as they play a sold-out show this Saturday, March 10th, and another show Sunday, March 11th, which tickets are still available for starting at $3 through Ticketmaster. Both shows starts at 9.30. It is a 19, both shows are 19 and older, too. This track features Black Bear, Narsi, and then Yazin Bey off of 2016's We Are the Hallucination. This is a tribe called Red with R-E-D. Bismillah. Hey! Showing living by the Z-Code. What the fuck is Fleek, though? Don't ask them, what do he know? What I forgot is better than whatever they remember. Never mind, I'm off it. It's quiet for them. Time to put the temper tantrums to the quiet corner. Hush! That's enough, said the ruler. No suckers allowed to break bread or asunder. The daylight, lightning, and the thunder. Sun, moon, and stars, and the hunger. Abundance in bundles. Blessings in troubles. Towers and tunnels. Views and valleys. Waves and peaks. Streets you from sun. Planet Earth. It ain't scared of no Mars attack. What type of bars is that? Stay off my chat. I'm up the corner. Riot garments. Top five. Diet on it. On them super fly slicker top rope, eagles diving on them. You why you lying, homie? You won't play with my emotions, Smokey. Big chief heart rate, big beat, B E Y I C straight jacket, come clean. Big said it was a dream. Now it's a living thing. With you and living kings, I mean it, I mean. Got the people power. Yasin and Yasin 
should heed the hour. With you and living kings, I mean it, I mean. I mean it, I mean. Yasina, Yasin in the R.E.D. I mean it, I mean. Originalization with Pantalada, I mean. I mean it, I mean. Straight jacket, come clean, Yasina, Yasin in the R.E.D. Originalization with Pantalada, with it. better than reading a great magazine? Reading a great magazine that also helps you fight poverty. Megaphone Magazine is sold by homeless and low-income vendors on the streets of Vancouver and Victoria. Vendors buy magazines for 75 cents and sell them for $2. It's flexible, low-barrier work for people who may not have access to traditional jobs. Download the Megaphone app to find vendors and buy the magazine even when you don't have change. Right. 
from their most recent album, Times Infinity, Volume 2. That was Montreal's The Deers. With the time, 20 years passed. Almost around the time that the band formed. The song was 1998. And at one point, The Deers were a big band, featuring at least five or six players, but as of late, it's just pared down to two. Maria Blackburn, as I completely mangle the name here. <laughs> Wee! Let's write all this down. And his wife. But they do have a touring member to help out with them, which you'll get to experience as Live Nation presents The Deers along with special guest Lou Cannon this Friday, March 9th at the Fox Cabaret. Doors open at 7, show starts at 8. Tickets start at $20 the appropriate service charges please bear in mind it is a 19 and older show let me get the actual names here not blackburn lightburn murray lightburn since 1995 right they put out their first album in 1998 or 1999 so there's some connection there otherwise uh, then his wife natalia janchak and that's been the case for quite some time there sometimes i'm smart Now, in the background, this is Ian William Craig, and off his 2016 album, Meaning Turns to Whispers. This is Everything and Tired. Now, one point of order, just at least talk about some stuff that's happening at the station here, is that we do have a couple open positions in place. If you go to CITR.ca, you'll see some news about the announcements that we're looking for a new station manager, but we're also looking for a music coordinator. All the positions are posted there with the appropriate requirements and how to file things. We're taking email submissions to uh, the acting station manager address with Eleanor and then uh, the AMS president, or sorry, the CITR student president, Hala. But yeah, check out CITR.ca for the full details. If you do want to work at a radio station, help shape local media, if you're good at uh, managing people, applying for grants, juggling all the uh, wonders that is tied to a radio station, a magazine, along with being part of an active student and community base. That's a good fit. Good times had all around. Uh, let's get some uh, Nicholas Kurgovich here, formerly of acts like No Kids, GG, and Piano. And of course, uh, his other friend in piano is Kellerisa. She has some new music from her this month through the Ocean Electro album through Mint Records. Hoping to get a copy of that soon. But uh, here's Nicholas Kurgovich from his 2014 album On Sunset with another song appropriate for all the music that we've been sharing with you so far this episode. Not all music applies. Uh, along the PCH on Oscar Night.
Member of CITR in this quarter. 
but are you a true friend? Get a Friends of CITR and Discorder card for $20 for discounts in Kitsilano and around UBC at... On the Fringe Hair Design, Rufus Guitar Shop, Storm Crow Ale House, The Bike Kitchen, UBC Bookstore, Australia Boot Company, and so many more.
from his latest album, his sophomore release, Blood. That was Hry with Count 2-5. Rides in the midst of a world tour. Plenty of dates sold out, including a show that just happened in Toronto's Massey Hall tonight. We won't see him until the end of that tour when he plays the Westward Festival here in Vancouver in September. Otherwise, behind me, this is Tony Kinsey as we continue on with our big award theme here. From the 1978 KPM Production Music Library album Industry and Awards, this is Award for Achievement C. Since there are four or five cues along the same idea. Now, as a programming note, next week, scheduled to have a band play here live for the first hour of Exploding Head Movies. It's a local act called Dream Cars. Not to be confused with the singular Dream Car, a new wave LA band. It's the trio of Philip Intile, Fraser Witt, and Maurizio Ciumento. And uh, I've liked a lot of their music since they do have uh, at least two EPs on Bandcamp. But they have a third one that they've uploaded in the past little while featuring some of their demos. And this will be one of the songs off that demo, so perhaps this will be played next week. Barring, of course, scheduling and all those appropriate fun things that happen. But here's hoping. Here's Dream Cars. With uh, a riff almost on Tom Waits, but it's not a cover of their song. This is the heart of Saturday Night. My name is Gak, you're listening to Exploding Head Movies. The heart of your Monday night here at CITR 101.9 FM. In almost spring-like Vancouver.
what's up at UBC? Read the UBC. It's only the largest student newspaper in Western Canada, and it's written and edited entirely by UBC students. The UBC is your source for on-campus news, culture, and sports. New editions come out every Monday and Thursday. For breaking news, as well as amazing videos and blogs, check out ubc.ca. best in bluegrass music, plus classic country, Cajun, rockabilly, western swing, and whatever jumps off the shelves at us. Tune in every Tuesday morning at 6.30 for Pacific, Pacific Pickin' with your host, Arthur Berman. And I'm Andrea. The lovely Andrea, who will also provide you with our concert calendar and every bit of news and information you can possibly need. And as if that wasn't enough, there's a warm-up show at 6, featuring a little bit of a wider variety of roots and branches of bluegrass music. So tune in each morning, 6 for the warm-up show, 6 30 for the main show Pacific Pickin' on CITR 101.9 in Vancouver. This is the original Dwayne's Mirror. Too many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
In the background, this is Bettencust and Palm Bowen 2. Off the 2016 EP Center Parks. Through the currently on hiatus, local label 1080p. This is Leo. Miriam. And it's time for our soundtrack profile here on Exploding Head Movies. We're going to talk about Lady Bird. Directed and written by Greta Gerwig. Starring Sharice Ronan, Laurie Metcalf, Tracy Letts, and Timothy Chalamet. Who also appeared in the film Call Me By Your Name. And that film won an Oscar last night for Best Adapted Screenplay by James Ivory. Wearing a shirt with Chalamet's face on it. Lady Bird is a story about a high school girl interested in the arts as she grows up in Sacramento, California, around the year 2002. It features plenty of music, including the song we just heard with the title track off their 1981 debut. We heard Glasgow, Scotland's Altered Images with a song called Happy Birthday, which isn't relevant to your host <clears throat> at all. <clears throat> it doesn't turn any age tomorrow. No, <clears throat> forget that. Uh, other acts that appear on the soundtrack include Dave Matthews Band, Alanis Morissette, Annie DeFranco, Real Big Fish, Bone Thugs in Harmony, Justin Timberlake, then some wild cards like Catholic Choirs and Stephen Sondheim musicals. So... Kind of appropriate in a way for 2002, even though some of those acts kind of been kicking around for a while. So you can sort of picture Sharice Ronan's character as a high school senior being influenced by older kids. Now, Greta Gerwig makes her solo directorial debut with Lady Bird. She did co-direct 2008's Nights and Weekends with Joe Swanberg, who also co-wrote and co-starred with her along with Alison Bagnall. But we've known Greta Gerwig for a while for starring in many mumblecore films, but a couple years ago she worked at Noah Baumbach on the outstanding film Francis Ha. And I think it was part of that, along with Baumbach, since her kind of um, encouragement that uh, she struck out on her own and told the story close to her since she grew up in Sacramento around the same time. Scoring Lady Bird is John Bryan, who we know for producing acts like Fiona Apple, Amy Mann, Rufus Wainwright, and recently Kanye West and Sky Ferreira. In the past, he's scored films like Paul Thomas Anderson's uh, early works like Card 8, Magnolia, and Punch Drunk Love. He's also worked on The Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind in Synecdoche, New York. But found inspiration here with Lady Bird with Sharice uh, Ronan's character. And for the scoring, what he did is he watched the film once or twice a day for a couple weeks. And after the first couple times, he watched it on mute. And he dealt with his subconscious reactions. He's quoted in Interview Magazine as, When I find a feeling or a tune or a set of tunes I could play it against the movie anytime and feel real and part of its world, then I tend to know I'm on the right track. And the main piano motif here kind of echoes how it feels like to be in high school, since a lot of times it feels like the melody is either tumbling down or uh, rising up quite quickly. So Gerwig indicated that she called the motif the tumbling thing. Took to it because it's like that period of life when you're tumbling around a bit. So from Brian's score to Lady Bird, we'll start off with the title credits.
So from his score to Lady Beard, we're John Bryan with a whole bunch of short cues there. We started off with the title credits before we heard a little sweet piano number there with Consolation. Then a short cue called Model Homes that led nicely with the piano again with Summer in Sacramento before a couple melancholy tracks there packing up. Reconcile, and then behind me, the theme to Lady Bird. Lady Bird was nominated for five Oscars, though not Best Score, Best Original Screenplay, Best Achievement in Directing, Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role with Laurie Metcalf, Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role Sharice Ronan, and Best Motion Picture of the Year, produced by Scott Rudin, Eli Bush, and Evelyn O'Neill. Of course, I completely skipped over the fact that the original screenplay and director nods were for Greta Gerwig. Um, none of them won. But specific to the Golden Globes, at least, uh, it did win Best Motion Picture. Although there are two different awards in the Golden Globes for that. And then Best Performance by an Actress for Sharice Ronan. For John Bryan, he talked about his background as his dad was a band director. Getting out a sense of how wind ensembles work. Especially because he didn't rely on a string section. So woodwinds tend to have a bit of a stronger influence in Bryan's music. When you think about influences such as Artie Shaw, the Buzzcocks, Neil Young, and Leonard Cohen. So you think about all that mixed together, along with a very uh, cabaret piano style. If you have any luck in being in Los Angeles any time, one night a month, John Bryan leads a variety show of sorts at Largo at the Cornet place I've always wanted to check out, especially with its uh, pedigree tied to comedy and vaudeville. Up next for Gerwig, she uh, provides a voice in Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs. She'll be working with Noah Baumbach again, the untitled project thus far. They've worked together on Francis Ha, Greenberg, and Mistress America. They are also romantic partners. Otherwise, that's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it is the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. He might have some Artie Shaw for you if you're playing nicely. He'll guide you in midnight and beyond, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening show. If you missed any of this week's episode or any of the past Oscar profiles, just go to the Exploding Head Movies page under www.citr.ca. Sometimes I'll tweet what's going on at 100 Air. Exploding Head Movies is also under Facebook and Tumblr under its given name. But if you have questions, you can email radiofreegack at gmail.com. So next week, we'll return to our regular programming since award season is done. And as mentioned before, we're hoping to have a live band Dream Cars play a set at the top of the show. Otherwise, we'll do a profile. First one, tied to the Marvel Universe. Black Panther. Otherwise, uh, we still are overdue on a Johan Johansson tribute, so we'll do that later in March. Maybe we'll do another Marvel film, Thor Ragnarok, as that universe's music starts to distinguish itself. Maybe we'll do some Akira. Well, worthwhile. But at some point, I do want to touch upon Get Out, which garnered Jordan Peele an Oscar for Best Original Screenplay. Maybe it's more appropriate for Halloween. But I'm flexible since I missed it last year. February was Black History Month. I don't know. Maybe I'll sneak at least one track for our Black Panther profile next week. Otherwise, we'll close with a hot chocolate cover that's appropriate for kind of everything that's been going on here. Ty Seagal, 
provides us on his latest album this year's Freedom's Goblin. Of course, almost leaked what the song is, but of course, Hot Chocolate did this originally. Here's Ty Seagal with Everyone's a Winner, Babe. I won't leave you dissatisfied. At least until next week. Take care of yourselves, Vancouver. You have been listening to Exploding Hit Movies here. CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Get ready for daylight saving time. You are listening to CITR FM 101.9.